Hey, y'all. Welcome to Preach Into the Choir podcast with your host, me, Jen Randall. Guys, the South has a flavor all its own. And if you've never been down there to compete or never seen one of their groups, well, that's kind of surprising because I feel like most everyone has at least seen Clinton, Mississippi. So today's interview, we are talking to Miss Shauna Luckett, who grew up actually in the Clinton program and is now at Petal High School. So please enjoy my conversation with Miss Shauna Luckett. COVID questions out of the way and so we can move on to more fun things but the um you know the south certainly has a, a, as someone who's in the south myself kind of you know it's been different than a lot of other places up north i know yes. illinois chicago area specifically like they haven't even ever been in person yet this year so uh-huh. um you know I, I know that it's a wide swath so what has it been like for you guys are you able to have rehearsals are you seeing kids in person just kind of tell us what your COVID life is like with show choir sure um, so when all of this went down last March, we, um, our Mississippi High School Activities Association did not give us any specific gui- guidelines for choir. Okay. They did for band, they did for football, sports, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, a few years ago, there were several directors in our area that host a competition, decided to form our own Mississippi High School Show Choir Association kind of sort of oh, thing. Yeah. Okay. And um, we decided that it would be easier for all of us to format, have the same format, have the same score sheets, have the same guidelines. We would communicate with each other to make sure we didn't have all the same judges. Right. Because a lot of the groups down here in the South kind of all travel to the same places. And so we wanted to make sure that we, whatever we did here at Petal, they did it at Grove and they did it at Pearl River Community College. And so um, we got together this summer and kind of brainstormed our own ideas and like guidelines. And we followed what CDC was doing and followed what the, the, Spray. Oh yeah, the Colorado study. The color. I just keep calling it the Colorado study. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So we kind of came up with our own guidelines of, um, you know, we're going to sanitize right when we walk in the door. Mm -hmm. Everybody's going to have masks and face shields, and we're going to sit six feet apart. Mm -hmm. Um, What it looked like when you went to the bathroom and you wash your hands and then sanitize before you come back in. No partner dancing, so we could stay separated. Right. Um, We kind of came up with our own guidelines. My particular school, Petal High School, we actually started everybody together mm-hmm. the first nine weeks. So we started probably a week later okay. in mid-August. And then when October hit, we decided we wanted to do hybrid. So oh, we, times. <laughs> we're not hybrid. Mm-hmm. Um, we started hybrid the second term. So in October, so A through K comes to school one day and then it's L through Z. Okay. But... They have allowed all the sports, all the extracurriculars to be able to come to school every day just for that particular class Got period. Got it. Okay. Well, that's helpful for um, you guys then. Yeah, for sure. It is very helpful. Uh, I, I have a few freshmen that can't always find a ride or they have to babysit siblings sure. and things like that. So I do, I have kids missing all the time, but it's <laughs> very few compared to half the group here one day and half the group the other day. Oh yeah. It could certainly be a lot worse. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, could be. The I, I love uh, first of all I love that you guys got together and just like listen we're gonna make our own like we're gonna make our own club and tell ourselves what to do like, exactly. good for you guys because I feel like so few people actually had that benefit around the country of other people and again unless they just came up with it on their own as you're saying benefit right. of having like 
this is what we're saying as a group, you know, so good job. Kudos to you guys for being like, you know, Hey, let's just make a plan and, and make it universal. Well, I mean, I had no idea. I mean, I've been teaching for 19 years, but yeah. I was like, I've never dealt with this. I don't know what to do. So <laughs> we brainstorm, everybody gives their two cents. And then we, we compiled a document together. And then once we felt comfortable with our things, we actually got all of the directors in Mississippi together on a yeah. zoom. I think we did it twice mm -hmm. and shared out our ideas and shared out what we were doing. And I think a lot of the other directors in our area kind of gravitated toward that. So you we're kind of grateful, I think to have, and this sounds weird, but to have somebody else making the decision, like I'd be so surprised, <laughs> you know, if a different director was like, ah, we don't want to do what you're doing. I think most people would yeah. be like, oh, thank you. So I didn't have yeah. to like rewrite the rule book all by myself. And then as far as competing and stuff, are you guys having competitions? Are they live? Are they virtual? Are you doing any of that this year? We are. We actually went to our first competition two weeks ago at um, a local community college. Uh -huh. It's about 45 minutes down the road. Um, it looked very different because yeah, um, we have a girls group and a mixed group. Okay. And so we're usually there, you know, all day long through the night, through totally. finals, all that kind of stuff. Um, but this year we all decided we we're going to do one and done. Yeah. No finals, no, no nothing like that. So we got on campus at like three o'clock in the afternoon. Our women's group performed. They were able to go in the balcony and watch the group right after us. Okay. And then they went back to their homeroom and kind of stayed in their homeroom until it was time for the mixed group to perform. And then they got to come in and watch the mixed group and yeah. vice versa. Um, mixed group performed, we watched one group, we got on the buses and we left. So <laughs> what normally is a 12 hour day turned into about four. You're gonna get spoils what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna that get is true. used to this, well, this uh, is pretty cool, this six hour day yeah. thing. <laughs> I know, we got to get home before nine o'clock at night. It was amazing. What, go figure. Um, and did they allow audiences? I know you said you had your, your group in there watching, but like, were they allowing parents? They did. We we had 185 armbands, so it was 25% capacity okay. in the facility. They allowed 10 minutes between each group, and they would go through and defog and mm -hmm. sanitize. Mm -hmm. um, we didn't have any problems. It was so smooth. We got a little behind on schedule. Sure. I mean, well, um, that's just so fair. But. <laughs> right. Um, but other than that, it was very smooth. We all felt very comfortable and very safe. Yeah. And well, I mean, great. if you're going to do it, I think that's that's the most logical way to do it. You got to follow those, like you said, follow those guidelines and just look and say, right. how can we limit, um, mm -hmm. you know, risk factors for, for various people while still getting to have the experience? That totally makes sense. Um, the And so are you doing like a normal number of comps? Did that change this year too? Is it just fewer competitions? Um, it's normal. So we went to PRC. We are hosting our own this mm -hmm. coming weekend. Okay. Yep. We'll go to Oak Grove next weekend, and then Madison Central move theirs toward the end of March. Yes. And then we're trying to see if we're going to be able to go to Enterprise. Enterprise Alabama yeah. pushed their out to May, uh, to April, excuse yeah. me. Um, so, no, I mean, we still did the three or four competitions like normal. Yeah. We're just not going very far out of state. Yeah. All. I was going to say, that's. Pro I think that's been what I heard most consistently from directors who are traveling to compete. They're like, we're just trying to stay as close to home as we can right. to, you know, limit time, especially even on the buses, especially just all of that. That totally makes sense um well i'm glad that you guys are getting to have some level of normalcy that's so nice yeah, <laughs> we said, so not everybody is doing that this year um yeah. well then let's jump over to the next set of questions which is i always enjoy hearing this from people like you said this is your 18th year of teaching but let's talk about how you got to this position like what was your path to being a choral uh director and then how did you get into the show choir component of it um well i was dancing when i was a little girl and then yeah. started taking piano lessons in the third grade 
Um, and so got really involved in third grade. Always did choir, did junior high choir, did high school choir. Um, when I got to the high school, I had not really heard much about it, um, but Clinton Ashe, since I'm from I'm from Clinton, Mississippi. You were the only person who has not heard much about it. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> um, so uh, I tried out for singer dancer. Didn't yeah. make singer dancer. It wasn't my my thing. More mm -hmm. the keyboard side of things. Mm -hmm. So I played keyboard for two years. Okay. For Ashe. Was able to carry on those piano skills yeah. and decided that I really wanted to major in music. I thought I wanted to go play um, in like an orchestra on Broadway. Oh. And my mom was like, that's what that was my first thought was like, oh, I would love to go be I in love that, that orchestra kit and go play Broadway. And my mom was like, we need some more realistic goals, <laughs> you know, bring it down just a little bit. Thanks, I was like, parents. Thanks, mom. <laughs> yeah. um, so I took the education route, and I went to the University of Southern Mississippi, which is about 15 minutes down the road. Hattiesburg, right? Music. Um, yeah. Started with the piano. No one, no one, like, you either do piano vocal, and that gets you more toward the choir side, mm -hmm. rather, rather than the instrumental side. I did band in high school. I had right. been in music. Um, so started focusing more on voice, and I was like, let's, I want to teach choir, and I loved all my days in show choir, and I was like, let's do, I want to be a show choir director. Mm -hmm. Of course, they didn't have that major, they don't have that major. <laughs> it doesn't in, exist, in kids. <laughs> right? Um, so go the education route and do the choral music, yep. and really found a new passion for choral music that I didn't have, um, and then I went straight through, went ahead and got my master's degree. Oh, yeah. After mm -hmm. undergrad. Um, actually went to Mississippi College for a semester yeah. and got some of those foundation courses taken yes. care of. Mm -hmm. And then went back to Southern and finished up with my master's. Actually part-time taught at Pedal. Nobody knows this. Oh, my goodness. During all of that? In August 2001 to January 2002. Wow. I know. And so Gail was there. Gail McInnes was there. I and I was going to wind up playing keyboard. Yeah. I was I was teaching general music and intro to dance of all classes. Sure, like, why not? Yeah. I'll just teach this. <laughs> Whatever. While working on my master's. Um, and then there was a choral position that became open at Pascagoula High School, which yes. is on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Mm -hmm. So I actually let, started there February of 2002. Okay. All right. I went to Pascagoula. So it was eight full years and then like a couple of months. I definitely thought Pascagoula was Alabama until literally just this moment. I do not know okay. why, but I, it's okay. something about Mississippi and Alabama for me. Like you guys are, I know you're obviously very different states, but there is, and especially no. in show choir world, you guys are kind okay. of a homogenous like zone, you know, like you compete at each other's things. And so we're, just, we're the landmass in between Alabama and Louisiana is what they call us. <laughs> exactly. Um, I have made that drive. I know what you're discussing. There, but no, I mean, it's, uh, that makes me laugh that I'm like, well, geez, I try to be better at geography than that, but that's good to know. I'm, I'm okay. putting that in the kernel <laughs> of my brain. My very best yeah. friend is from, um, her husband's from the Delta area, and yes. um, she lived in Cleveland, Mississippi, up in the northern yeah. part there for a period of time and graduated from high school there. And then they both went to Ole Miss. So, like, my yeah. limited knowledge of Mississippi pretty much it's just revolves Miss. around yeah. Ole Miss. <laughs> um, right. And that's I know that that's not necessarily your favorite 
football team from your alma mater for you guys together. That's a little bit of a well, rivalry. Well, so. that's not a rivalry. My husband went to Mississippi State. <gasps> oh, so oh right. It's rivalry. Mississippi State. That's right. You are correct. Okay. See, I'm yeah. like, I know enough to be almost dangerous about it. Yeah. <laughs> not enough to know what the heck's actually going on half the time. Um, yeah, he went to Mississippi State and I went to Southern. Well, so when you... Southern and State aren't big rivals. Yeah. But we don't. You we don't cheer for the other team if we're playing the other team. So <laughs> right, otherwise you just you can coexist as long as they're not playing Southern. <laughs> you can coexist and it's totally fine. Um, well, I love that um, you brought up Gail because Gail McInnes, you know, a lot of a lot of especially younger directors, I think, know her as obviously a costumer. Well, duh, most of us right. know her as that. But like, you know, Gail taught a pedal for. Oh my gosh, a, she is like the legendary like you know yes. chick. So um, yes. I love that you got that experience too to get to work alongside of her, especially such a strong female director too. You know, at that time, I think that was. You had less of that, I feel like, in in show choir world. So that was really cool. Yes, that's a very very cool experience. And then when you got done after Pascagoula, like, did you come immediately to pedal, or is there some stops in between there? Or no, it was immediate. Okay. So from two thousand, from February of two thousand two mm-hmm. to May of two thousand ten, okay. was Pascagoula, mm-hmm. and then I got hired and went straight to pedal from there. So I've been at pedal since August of yeah. two thousand. Yeah. And that's so nice when you can kind of dig in and like really make it something. I don't want to say make it your own. I mean, obviously it's the kids as well, but we as directors know what that means where you just like, you get to feel comfortable and all of that. And um, that's such a neat pocket of, of show choir right there. Cause you were, as you were mentioning at the beginning, you have a lot of schools really close to you guys, relatively speaking that um, you guys can go compete at. How far do you feel like you're driving for quote local ones? Like what's the farthest local one that you go to? Um, so we'll go Madison Central is about an hour and a half away. Okay. And when you go to like, when you go to like Enterprise Alabama, is that under four hours for you or is that? It's three to four. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. I think that a lot of us think about like in the Midwest, especially states tend to go this way. Like I'm pointing horizontal. Yeah. <laughs> so like yeah. driving across the state in the Midwest is like five hours. Driving across the state yeah, in long, Mississippi yeah. is like two hours. It's just, yeah. you're more vertical lined up. That's for sure. We are. Yeah. Um. Okay, so you've been there for for that period of time, and then do you have any um, assistants, or are you there by yourself? I do. I have a. I like. I call her my co-director. Yeah. She's right there along beside me. Totally. Um, her name is Amy, Amy Stratton Yanez, and mm-hmm. we actually have a, a fun past. I was actually her show choir director in Pascagoula. Get out! Oh, I love yeah. that. <gasps> yes, yeah, so that's kind I of taught her. For four years. She knows um, you. She knows your, like, your vibe. Like, that was probably an easy transition. Absolutely. Oh, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. She just that. started, um, she started in 2017. Okay. So, I had a different assistant when yeah. I got there from Ashley Bowling, who is now. Oh, I know Ashley, yeah. Yeah, at the director at Oak Grove High School. Yep. Just down the road. Yep. Um, so now, and then, uh, well, we say Ashley, because I know Ashley from SCA. I feel like you and I probably met at SCA. I think so. I think so too. Cause SCA is such a blur of a week, especially, you know how that is, especially when you have your kids and you're yeah. like, and then you're trying to like learn dances and not cry in the corner. Maybe you're not one of those, but I'm like, Oh no, no, I am. I am. <laughs> Most of like, my memories I, of that is just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can, I used to be able to pick up really quickly and now it's kind of like, Oh, I don't remember it as well as I used to. Thank you. That makes me feel so much better. And so many people that are <laughs> friends of mine that I'll, you know, see while I'm there are you know, five to 10 years, sometimes a little younger than, than you and I are. I think we graduated around the same time then and from high school. And 
I'm like, you don't understand. Like, once you hit 35, your brain does something else entirely. And if you're a mom on top of that... All those brain cells. Yeah, good luck to you, friend. Like you're, you're like if you can remember your own name half the time if you compound yes. those two things on top. That makes me feel better because you actually had a dance background, and so if you also feel that way, that oh, makes me totally. feel better. Totally. <laughs> totally. Um, well, when you like, um, I want to go back to Clinton for just a couple minutes because I think that's so interesting that you, um, you really got to see it from. What to say behind the scenes? I know that's not really accurate, but you kind of did. Yeah, kind of did. And so I think that's kind of what's helped me a lot is yeah. I got to see the back, the music side of it and how it comes together the music way, mm-hmm. not necessarily on stage as, as a singer dancer. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like I have a little bit more of a benefit than some oh, directors do. But um, yes, playing keyboard um, allowed me to. I mean, I had to make my own choices on yeah. sounds and how to make sure, you know, volume and mm-hmm. it was just all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think what you said about like not being able to see the singer dancer part of it, yeah, that's one thing. But I think a lot of directors and myself included who came from the singer dancer side of it only, mm-hmm. it's cool to know that and that's great. But there is a whole other world with the music part of it that is really not teachable to experience it. And so most of us yeah. aren't experiencing it until we're already out in the world teaching. And so, yeah, that is a huge benefit. You're right that you got to experience that in your formative time, like growing up through it. Um, You know, so I I think I've certainly seen Clinton compete before, so I kind of know like size-wise what you're dealing with, you know. But at that time, I mean, what was the pit size like? Like how many instruments? What was the instrumentation like? We had um, a drum set and percussionist. Mm -hmm. Then we had three three keyboards. Mm Mm-hmm had three trumpets at least two saxophones french horn and about three trombones plus bass and guitar so it was a pretty large yeah and i think at that time that was maybe a little bit less common to have that much i think that he was one of the early people of adopting that style of pit Um, and it was all students except for him playing the piano yes i love that and he arranged it too if i'm absolutely yeah yeah everything um Oh, we're talking about David Fair, everyone, if you haven't. If, yes. if for some reason you do not know that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he did all the arranging, too. So, I, you know, that's that probably was very interesting as well because I'm sure that you saw the process of pieces. Um, you know, I'm sure you would get something and then maybe something would change. Like, did, did he change things on the fly for you? Was it like, oh, here's a new piece of music? Or was it like, listen to this. I want you to play something along the lines of blah, 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 you know? Uh, it was a little bit of both. Like mm-hmm. he would write it out and then he would get to the point where he would change big sections. And then mm-hmm. if we were on our own to try to, mm-hmm. the three keyboardists would get together and we'd try to map it out and say, mm-hmm. okay, well, you're going to play this. You're going to play this. I'm going to play yeah. this. Mm-hmm. He, he kind of gave us a little bit more. We had our own responsibilities and yeah. he gave us kind of free reign on that to kind of make the d- decisions ourselves. And then if he didn't like something, obviously, you know, no, 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 no. Yeah, but I like that he gave you the opportunity to do that, to try it on your own. Not all directors are certainly like that, um, for sure. I know I wouldn't have been like that when I was first starting out. Now nowadays I'm a little older and a little bit more like, well, you know, like give it a shot, whatever you think. But you know, yeah, oh gosh, no. Those first few years I've been like, no, please play only what's on the page, friend. (laughs) Only do what you see here. Um what year did you graduate from high school? Uh, 96. 96. No, okay. I was 96. Okay, so you and April are sort of nearby in age of each other. April yeah, James. she was 94. Okay, I was going to say, you guys have got to be close in age, but... Um, mm-hmm. And then 
you know, everybody, uh, I feel like that's my age in show choir world always loves to reference the fact that Lance Bass was in uh, Clinton Etiché as well. So I feel like we need to reference that. (laughs) We have to reference Lance Bass. Uh, He actually, we all all went to church together too. Of course. We love that. Um, And his mom actually taught, I can't remember if it was my brother or sister, but taught one of them in school. Oh my gosh. I love the small townness of all of that kind of stuff. That always makes me smile. That's so, so funny. Um, well, and I love that, like, there's, that's quite a few people already just in that time frame of your, of your time that you were there that went on to be, you know, in some way involved as a professional musician, either as an educator or performer. Um, I was talking about that with, um, South Dakota director, Trisha Fisher, who, you know, and she uh, was, we were discussing how Mitchell was kind of like that too, for a period of time. There's like just a slew of people that went on and certainly Clinton's been like a pipeline for that as well, as far as like performers and and educators. So I always find that so interesting. Like what is it about the environment that creates that for kids? Because not, not every school is like that. Yeah. Not every school does that. They always said it was something in the water. Exactly. And that's my favorite phrase too. And maybe it's the Southern (laughs) enemy as well. It's something in the water, (laughs) y'all. Okay. Well, let's, Talk a little bit more about Mississippi as a whole then. Okay. Um, start with choral music and we'll kind of work our way over to show choir. But like, as far as like choral concert music time goes, how does that look for you? What's your year look like? Um, it's a little bit more difficult with that because we do have our women's choir and our men's choir. Um, they're meeting hybrid. So there's mm-hmm. only so much material you can do hybrid and you're not getting for all the sure. Um, I do get my show choir students involved in the choral music. Um, We don't have, I know some schools out in the Midwest do choral music during the day and they only do show choir at night. Yeah, that's pretty common, yeah. Um, We have both women's choir and show choir as classes during the school day. Okay. Do they have to be involved um, in both then or is it they can just be, okay, yes. They're in one or the other. However, we do perform together our choral music. Gotcha, okay. Because um, those show choir kids need to experience oh. the, the tonal singing and totally. good warm phrasing. And mm-hmm. um, so I think it helps us in the show choir world that we do the concert music. It's a different um, toolbox, that's for sure. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that is looking different this year. We're only yeah. doing the virtual state choral performance. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's coming up in, in March. Okay. So we're not traveling anywhere for that. We'll just do, you know, we'll perform in our own facility and record it and and send, send it out, out. I mean, exactly yeah. in a normal yes. year you would travel for it obviously um mm-hmm. do they do a solo and ensemble sort of situation as well in mississippi is that available they do. Yeah. Um, we haven't had the opportunity to do that yet but they do they yeah. have magicals they have solo ensemble they have we have everything mm-hmm. and then i mean correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure you guys are one of the states that has an all-state show choir ensemble is that correct yes, okay do. tell us a little bit yeah. about that because not all states have that that's pretty unique to you guys we um we enjoy it um we'll do auditions usually in november um students will learn snippets of the four songs that they'll be performing okay at convention. um and then they'll just learn a snippet of a choreography on the day that we go yeah. to the audition. And so they'll go in and they'll learn their choreography. Um, we added a sight reading element a few years ago. So mm-hmm. not only do they go to the audition room, sing their music in yes. quartet, the Brandon Alto tenor bass, mm-hmm. and dance, but then they have the sight reading factor yes. also mm-hmm. to go into their scores. And then um, I think as far back as I remember, I think Gail McInnes was the first director of the yeah. All State Show. Um, because 
she was there when my student from Pascagoula went. Okay. Then Kim Kim Kinsey took over after her. And then we had we've had several different ones before that. Actually, Amy, my co-director, just took over last year. Being the person. <laughs> yes, yeah, being the person. And we had to cancel all that last year because it would normally happen at our state convention. Okay. Our, so it's ACDA convention, ACA, ACDA slash MMEA, right. Mississippi Music Educator Association. Right. Um, has a big conference at the end of March. Mm. And they'll we'll do the... just missed it. Yep. Yes. <laughs> They're like, we just we'll shut do down the, two weeks before that. <laughs> absolutely. So mm-hmm. we'll do the elementary honor choir, junior high honor choir, high school, SATB and SSA. Oh, okay. And then we'll have the show choir. That's really cool that it's part of your professional... Um, yes. conference because uh, the only well I know Illinois does one I'm pretty sure theirs is during the summer though it may be part of a professional conference but it's during the summer so it's neat that that's like during the school year for your kids as well is that a lot though like with competition season sort of happening simultaneously um, I guess they're already in by then probably so yes so they they get in it they you know audition in November we find out right before Christmas who makes it and then the convention is not usually until March okay so so they sometimes do sometimes. this convention, if we went to Shakespeare Nationals in Nashville, sometimes right. it was the same weekend. But other than that, we it's usually after a competition season has. Okay, so you don't have a lot of like rollover problem there. And then they obviously <laughs> bring in, I would assume, directors from, uh, like a, a separate director and a separate choreographer. Is yours built that way where they bring in like a, a clinician sort of situation? They, when Gail started it, she was actually doing the vocals. Okay. But she would always bring in a choreographer. Got so it. back then we had anywhere from April to Marty DeMont mm-hmm. to um, Jared Voss yeah. to uh, so many different people. Um, and then several years ago, they decided to bring in a vocal person and a choreographer. Okay. So we've always brought in a choreographer, mm-hmm. uh, but they just added a couple years ago, bringing in a different vocal person. I just think that's the neatest model. I wish more states that had a large show choir population would start doing that. I think it's a cool, cool thing for those kids to have. Just an extra level of, like, seeing what it can be like with kids who are the top of the top in each of their schools, you know? It's just like the all-state concert choir model. It's it, That's a neat experience for those kids. Um, it and builds camaraderie, I would assume, you know? Yes. It does. The students always enjoy going to competition and be like, oh, hey, I danced with you at all-state last yes. year. Or kind of like camp vibe yeah where you just you get to it's a non-threatening non-competitive environment so you just get to enjoy each other's company and And sometimes they just get to realize what they do have at Mm, home with their vocal person or their choreographer and they're like oh i like learning this way but this was different yeah just to see how things work differently yeah i'll bet that's true too and again they wouldn't get that otherwise because otherwise they just stay in there four years which again nothing wrong with that but this is a neat extra thing if your state has enough groups that you feel like you could do this that's that's a pretty cool model to have. I like that a lot. Um, and so when you guys do, this is maybe a weird question about that, but like, how do you do, okay. co- this is the part I've always wondered. How do you do costuming for that? Do you just do like t-shirts for them? Do they have like, okay. Yeah, right. I just do t-shirt and jeans. Okay. Cause that's always the part in the back of my mind that I was like, how would you do costuming for that? That stresses me out yeah. so much. I do t-shirts, I'll get two different colors, one for the boys, one for the girls, and then it might wear jeans. And then are they pulling stock or are you doing arranged pieces specifically? for it it's usually stock okay okay that would make it much easier and simpler for yes. so many various reasons so that makes right. a lot of sense as well <laughs> for copyright and all that kind of stuff oh yes all of that fun part of it and just on top of like 
everybody having access to buy it really simply and just all of that kind of stuff that makes a lot of sense. Um, so when is your guys' um, season considered? Do you start as early as January or do you kind of not start until, like you said, your first one was last week? We um, we will do, uh, we'll debut our competition show. We always have an annual dinner theater that sure. we host every year. Mm-hmm. Um, this year was different. There was no dinner. Yeah. It was just performances. Did you call it dinner theater still? I still call it a dinner yes. theater. We just said minus the dinner part. Um, but we Food did. We went dinner theater. Right. Uh, it's usually two nights. It's usually like a Friday night and a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And we would start in our gym and serve dinner and have solo entertainment. Mm-hmm. And then move over to the Performing Arts Center and do our shows. So we would do that Friday night, Saturday night. So this year with 25% capacity in yeah. our Performing Arts Center, and no dinner, we decided to do a Friday night, a Saturday matinee, and a Saturday night. That makes sense because, yeah, you don't have to deal with the dinner component. Well, since you're talking about an event during your year, walk us through, if you would, a little bit of which, what like Petals Show Choir Year looks like, the events that you do, the order you do them in, that kind of stuff. Um, well, this year it was it was slightly different. So Gail started um, a fundraiser many, many years ago. She called it Paul Fleen. Okay. Um, and then it's usually the end of September. Okay. We will... Um, do a do just a fall show um with some costuming i try to get at least one costume that they'll yeah. use in the screen smart and use that for that um and then that would also have dinner and we give away door prizes mm-hmm. and solo entertainment so that was fall playing supposed to be in september we pushed ours back this year to november whoa how are they learning that in time for a september show girl that's ambitious <laughs> It's well, it's it's tough. You're like we don't do I'm tired. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, no, we don't do a whole show. It's usually four pieces. Well, that's so funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll start usually that last week of July to start having a couple okay. of rehearsals and getting things. Well, we start school August seventh, eighth. Oh, you guys are early. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yes. Okay. Yes. We start very early. Okay, that makes so, a little a little more sense because it's like, how are you? Well, even- <laughs> Yeah, that's not it's as crazy. Six weeks that we get. Do you put solo or small group performances inside of that performance since you yes. just do four songs? Okay. Yes. Okay, so you uh, have that in the fall as a fundraiser and as a performance. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I just have to interject. I'm a huge fan of that. I'm not surprised that Gail was that smart. I'm not surprised you're smart enough to carry that on because, like, that is just one of the things that I have learned over my years that if you can get them learning choreo before their comp show. Um, their comp show tends to turn out better. I think that's just my personal opinion, but you're probably seeing that too, where you are. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It just gets them, it gets their brains going and gets them. I always tell everybody, I said, we don't have a season in January. Our season is all year long. Like the fall is our spring training. And that's how to sing and dance and put it together. Mm -hmm. So that way when we get to competition, we're not starting from scratch and just, yes, no, I've, that makes so much sense. And I, so I, I think people shy away from that sometimes. But if you can get any kind of a performance out of them in the fall, yeah. like even like you said, just four songs, three songs, whatever. Right. Yeah, it's just a really good thing to do for sure. Okay, it so is. once you're done with that, you start working on comp show then, I would assume. Yes, okay. we do. We'll, they'll come in. Um, Lexi Robson is our choreographer. Okay. Started, just started last year with us, mm-hmm. and we absolutely love her. Yes, I know Lexi um, very well. Yes. <laughs> Um, so she comes in October and then we usually throw in some concert music and do okay. like a, a fall concert choir concert. Sure. Um, we started that with our middle school a few years ago. Yeah. So they'll come and do a few pieces and then we'll debut Yay, a few theaters. pieces. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Line that concert up. Vertical alignment. Yes, ma'am. Um, and then learn the rest of our competition show. And then we always do a fall showcase, which is where we'll 
do the same songs we did in the fall and maybe try to add one more number. Okay. Um, but we started that several years ago and it's actually, all, it's four show choirs. So it's our upper, which is our fifth and sixth graders. Okay. Our middle school, which is seventh and eighth grade, mm-hmm. then our women's and our mixed. Okay, so you get to have a full feeder concert for just show choir as well then in that way. I started that in Texas my last couple years before I stopped teaching at at Keller. And I that, along with hosting our own event, I think were like two watershed moments in the growth of our department. Mm -hmm. Because once, you know, hosting your own event is great because you're helping build up other groups around you as well, which strengthens your group. But the having the vertical alignment concert situation where those those younger kids who are going to be there in a few years have a reason to be there their parents have a reason to be there it's a great fundraiser and it's good for the kids to get excited and their parents to get excited about like absolutely what's coming it's coming for you did i see that you have um somebody in one of those groups i do i have my my 10 year old son is um, the fifth, sixth grade. He's fifth grader this year, so this That's is his first so year in show choir. <gasps> Don't you just love that? Your heart grows ten times its normal size as a show choir director when your kid wants to do show choir. I feel like. So, um, well, but, I, we weren't sure if he was going to because his whole yeah. life he's. Are you going to do show choir? Are you going to do show choir? He's yeah. like, no, no, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. And so, toward the end of last year, mm-hmm. even through COVID, we were trying to figure out when yeah. auditions were going to be and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So. They didn't have auditions till right when school started in right. mid August. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Why?" I said, "Just, just try out, just see if you like it." I mean, he's always in rehearsals. He's always sitting in the back yeah. singing along with what we're doing, anyway. Yeah. And he knows all the songs better than some of our kids know the right. songs. Yeah, you're like, "Why? Why not uh-huh. just audition?" I love that line. Just audition, see what happens, and then you know you like got them. <laughs> Um, and he just he fell in love with it and he he absolutely loves it he's eating it up oh I mean I think once you're in it it's really hard to not want to stay in because you get that taste of that and you're like oh yeah this okay (laughs) and then it's not about you mom anymore it's about like him getting to have that experience and so that's different than just being at rehearsals um yeah because certainly both of mine grew up that way too where they just you know lived in an auditorium but like there's something different about getting to be the one actually up on the stage at that point so um i I love that they start as early as fifth and sixth with you um mitchell south dakota started in third and fourth and i was initially like wow that's young but like you know you just scale it appropriately just like with anything absolutely mm -hmm. yeah it's totally doable Um, okay so that was winter time you said like maybe christmas time ish yes and we've done christmas performances in the past i don't do a christmas performance every year it'll just depend on what's going on Mm -hmm. um and then january hits and we are hitting competition season hard but we'll do dinner theater first which is always either the next to last or last weekend of january okay just today to get the kids in front of an audience before we get out on stage for judges yes um and then we'll try to do four competitions mm-hmm. plus hosting our own right around february march and they'll always have a spring show where we'll learn another two or three numbers just to finish out the year to give them something i, I would say to also in the midwest you know since people like as you said people don't always have a class for it it's sometimes extracurricular i think part of the concern with having a class for it for a lot of people is that all year notion like you know midwestern groups that have as an extracurricular get to put it away in march you know and then they're just done um but like the notion of trying to like quote fill another two months like feels super overwhelming to people like i've done it both ways i don't think it's really that much of a extra hardship once you've done that i mean you've done the bulk of the work by the time you're done with comp season right right um 
couple years ago, it helped us when we transitioned and got Lexi in. Mm -hmm. She came down in April and choreographed a number for each of our groups just so they could get a taste of what her style was like before she came to do competition. Yes. That's very smart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Anytime you can use that as like a building for the next season, I mean absolutely no big deal at that point um and then you said that obviously you learn your fall stuff over the summer but that's not your comps show so like when Lexi comes in to teach in the fall do -hmm. you learn it all in just that one chunk like in one week she comes to I would assume like classes in nighttime you know what I mean like do you just cram it all in one week Um, she'll come in October and then again in November so we okay so you get yeah Mm -hmm. Cause that's the other thing people are always like, well, I just like to do my summer camp. You know, they like to do that one summer camp, but, and I mean, again, I've seen it done both ways. So have you, but I think that the thing about doing your comp show starting in summer is that then they have four months to screw it up. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like Sometimes you can over rehearse something, you know? And so it is nice if that first performance, as we were saying, can be something else so that you're not, um, doing the opener from July until Correct. March, um, which is otherwise what happens. Um, we start actually changed it. I've done different things in the fall. I've done brand new music in the fall. I've done old music in the fall. I don't know what started it several years ago. We, for some reason, took some of the song, the seniors' freshman year. Okay. We went back and kind of redid their their freshman year show. Cute. I like that. And they were seniors, and so they knew it already, yeah. and then they could be the one to teach choreography Smart. to their fellow classmates yes. to start building up that leadership. Good. I was going to say, good peer leadership opportunity right yeah. there. That's, oh, that's very, very clever. Yeah, if you can ever do that, or I know a lot of people, they'll take it from camp over the summer the kids will whatever camp group they were in they they come back and they teach that that choreo and like you said great opportunity for those kids to teach um okay well i am ready for the five questions everybody gets asked if you're ready for Uh i love this part this is my favorite part just geek out about show choir all right so the first question is an easy one it's just what is your favorite form of entertainment like outside of when you're doing work do you like to um, somebody finally said sleep yesterday as the answer. Ah. Um, but like, you know, music, podcasts, uh, working out, playing music. Uh, What's your way to relax? Um, I actually, and I don't know when I have time to do this, but I <laughs> enjoy, I guess, especially since COVID, I've enjoyed just binge watching like Netflix and, mm. and things like that and catching up on series that, you know, all the students would talk about. And I'm like, well, I never saw Vampire Diaries. I don't know what right. about. Yes. Um, I have been watched Vampire Diaries this summer and and see why it was such a popular hit. I love it. I have um, started it twice and I just have never continued going. Yeah. I need to just stick to it. But you really liked it? I did. Okay. And then I even went on to the originals and then now Legacy. Yeah. So yeah it's a whole it's a whole world i am currently watching the west wing for like the seventh time because like yeah i just get into moods where i feel like i really need to like watch aaron sorkin's writing come to life and that that always makes me feel creative i don't know why but something about that i totally understand a good binge can get you through any sort of relaxation time (laughs) okay favorite show choir show that you have ever seen you can't have had anything to do with creating it or playing it or anything like that okay Hmm. And it could be in person or video too. Like I understand sometimes it's online. Right. Um, I have several, but you can um, say several. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Um, Burbank, two thousand 
18, 17. It was the Moana show. Oh, yeah, I think that's oh, so good. I can't remember if it was 17 or 18. I can't either. Uh, I'll look it up, but yes. Oh, yes. I actually was, I judged for the first time um, at Shakur Nationals. I got to do the, yeah. the solo, like pick your favorite soloist and performer. It was the easiest gig. I love Daryl Estrick and we love Shakur <laughs> Nationals. All I had to do was sit there and pick out my favorites. You look great. I will great. do this always. But yeah, <laughs> I can do this. So um, I had not seen Burbank in person, probably. I don't know if I've ever seen them in yeah. person. And so that show, I just, oh my God, I was so enthralled. And then the the song choices. And they the do such a good job with that, don't they? Such a great show. Oh, great, great. Yes. Loved it. Love that. That's such a good answer. I saw them live in 2012 when they did the Prodigal show. And it was like... I, my whole life changed it was so amazing to watch live and in person but okay so that's one did you have any others that you want to throw out there um and I don't want to sound partial um but one of Adishay's shows that will always just that I'll always remember uh 2012 was their secrets show and I think I saw that live that, too yes yes that one was the first one that I think where show choir started really changing and it wasn't just five songs or six songs. Mm -hmm. It was this whole story. Mm -hmm. It was the first thing we had seen down here in the South. For sure. That it really evolved and turned into this theater production. Yeah. And I was like, oh my, this is not what I did when I was in high school. We did five songs. Right. And, your and that was it. Right. Was like, wow. But it like, was, oh yeah, that was a great show too. And I feel like that was part of a three show set. I think they they did there was like a story that kind of carried through just a thread that carried through for three years. I can't remember if that's the beginning or the end of the three year set, but yes, I would agree with that. That's such a great answer. That is, that is an incredible show. And then I always link these in the bio guys. If you want to go through and like click through and watch these, I'll find them YouTube links for you and you can click and watch and you can live what we're talking about here. So, um, what about, um, the favorite show you've ever done so one you've been a part of either as a director or as a pianist what, is, what are you thinking and people yeah. always have to name multiples on this one because it's like picking a favorite child <laughs> right, right right well I, I i had a show in pascagoula that i just absolutely loved it was 2008 okay. it was our um call it night slash i don't danger okay um we just it was like shadows of the night and in the air tonight yes. um and then we closed out with um, one of my favorite closures that we've ever done was it was Danger Zone slash Mighty Wings. So it was Top Gun. Um, and yeah, it was it was so just cool. <laughs> the, it was the best show that we did. Um, I can't wait to watch that. Oh, I love that. Um, and then I, I I loved our Bonnie and Clyde show that we did in 2017. I, that was going to be what I had said. I was like, I feel like the Bonnie and Clyde is the one that a lot of us reference as being like you know like contemporary wow. pedal like that's a really you know yes yeah. love that. but then and last year got cut short but i last year's show for both our mixed group and our women's group like women's group it would have to be our shoe show really took off in 2016 okay we called it it was a shoe show and it was all about we took all of these um pop culture songs that were usually about a boy and we turned it into being about a shoot. Cute! Like, I gotta watch was, that. Oh, I love it. Was, it. So, yeah, it was 2016. 16, okay. Our show. Um, anything from um, Trouble, like the Taylor Swift's mm -hmm. I Knew You Were yes. Trouble. But it was about the shoe, 
not about a boy <laughs> being trouble and going and spending all this money. Uh, on- shoes are yeah. trouble. I would show you. Yes. You're in my master closet. You can you. No one at home could see, but like I mean, I am. I feel that like deeply. There's my like yes. towers oh, of shoes. Love it. Like I love it. yes, I love that idea. That was a great show idea. I love that. Um. So that was. But for for girls, that would be the the first one that I enjoyed, and then the one we did last year was it was about women empowerment. Okay, it was not not the angry girl mad at the boyfriend sure. yelling yeah. at the boyfriend. It was about um, we started off in the fifties and the, this perfect little housewife, mm-hmm. and then we realized there was more to life than that. Mm-hmm. Um, did a modern version of You Don't Own Me, not the it was the same music, but not yes. it had some cool hits to it. Yes. Um, into Welcome to the 60s, and then we featured three prominent women figures. Yeah. We did um, Jackie Kennedy, uh, Audrey Hepburn, and Aretha Franklin. Oh, nice. Very cool. Then ended with just respect, I'm every woman. So yes. it was so much, just like I said, just in women empowerment, just yes. showing the strong females across the years, mm-hmm. not bashing in, not doing anything like yeah. that. Just just talking about how wonderful focus on the uplifting part of it not that exactly yes, totally get that exactly. oh those are uh, good uh, answers some of those i haven't seen yet i'm excited to go look at okay like, yeah our mix show last year our mix show last year was games okay. and it was the evolution of games so we followed one character as he went through like kid games like duck duck goose yeah. going into board games going into the arcade oh very cool the, the cell phone games yes. and oh it was it was a lot of it was Lexi's first full show with both groups yeah and it's completely different than Mm -hmm. anything we'd ever done Mm -hmm. that is always that's always a gamble when you bring in somebody different and those first couple years can either be you know like you said a revelation or they can be really tough so I'm like I'm glad that you felt like it was a good fit and it was a good match and it's working really well so it's been a great marriage it's just been wonderful that's awesome um okay well the fourth question is a little different i don't know i mean okay so it's about your time in show choir did you play during your senior year yes okay well then this this could still apply for you so what was your senior year's show choir show can you remember the songs in your senior year's show good yes (laughs) Um, we, um, st- I don't know if I remember all of them. We closed yeah, gold. I know. Gold was our closure that year. Yep. So that was the first time Clinton had ever done the song gold. Mm-hmm. They've redone it several times. Yes. Um, but that was our closer. And then Chaplin walked here was our ballad. Oh, wow. And the guys did sing it in the rain. Love that. And I, um, I can't remember all of it, but that's at least some of the That's show. really good. Honestly, I mean, most people remember, like, one, if we're lucky. Oh, so, okay. like, you're doing great to remember that much of it. And, I, again, I will look up and see if I can find a video of that because it's always so fun to, like, be able to look back. Especially once – maybe I'm biased, but I really love the 90s stuff. Like, it's fun to go back and look at the 90s stuff. Yeah, it's, which it's is just, 90s I guess just to see how much it's changed. Yes, too. that's what I mean. Yeah, it's like a historical, like, dive for me, you know. <laughs> like, go in and find what it was like at the time. Okay, and then this is the last one. Okay. What is your most embarrassing stage moment? Either as a director or performer, whatever works for you, but like most embarrassing. Most embarrassing. Um, I have to think about that one. Most embarrassing. Um, 
don't know that this would necessarily be embarrassing, but we, um, as keyboard play, as a keyboard player, we would always have a pit feature where they, at the, in our spring show, they would let the band come out on stage mm -hmm. um, while singer dancers were changing and doing other things. But the band would come out on stage and perform a, mm -hmm. a big medley. Mm -hmm. um, for the audience and so like this wasn't embarrassing but it was like so we were out there playing piano i mean playing keyboard and you had your trumpets and drums and all yeah. that kind of stuff um i got to play piano on one of the numbers okay uh, instead of just keyboard yes. and so i was so excited and so thrilled they didn't bring the piano out on the stage so i had to go off stage <laughs> and play the piano so not that it was embarrassing but everybody was like okay i guess she's not in the song and i'm like no 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 we're, like i'm on the side of the stage no that I'm is like, actually oh. really funny though to like just get up and be like excuse me now i'm going to walk to the wings <laughs> no. oh my goodness well so many people's have been about falling down so i'm glad that yours was just about like you know awkward times on stage not literally yeah. like planting your face down into someone's lap or something crazy like that well, Shauna, thanks so much for joining us today and uh, like giving us a little taste of the South today. And I'm glad that you didn't have the crazy weather the rest of us did in the South. So I'm glad you got to have rehearsals and you're good to have shows. And good luck with the rest of your season. Thank you so much.